got we've got a big show for you today, and uh, should be a lot of fun. And we're we're glad you're uh, you're making us a part of your Wednesday morning as you get ready for work or for school. Ward White's, how are you this morning? Outstanding. Did uh, now there was no football to interrupt. Did you see any of the baseball last night? Uh, it was on, but I really didn't watch it. I was I was busy at my computer. You were working on football, weren't you? Yes, I was. All right. Yes, I was. Man, it was a couple of really good games. Uh, the Astro game for me is exactly how I like. I mean, now granted, it it, it got to seven to two, but man, that thing was was you know one nothing, two one, and two two. I mean, it that was good stuff. The shocker for me was the Dodgers. How about that? Coming, I, I, I had, and I was talking to somebody uh, last night, I'd gone ahead and, and penciled them in as see you next season. You know, they're down two games to none, and they're getting walloped at home by the Braves, and the Braves are about to go up three games to none, needing just one win in, in four games. Well, you got to figure that they're going to get that done. I, I just penciled them gone, and here they come. So, some pretty yeah, good I, stuff. I was surprised because I did flip over to that, and I went, "Well, that's that's not good news. They're they're too injured, I guess. I don't know what the problem with the Dodgers is, but they're not they're not playing like I thought they would. And you know, I said going into that that I figured Atlanta had had the pitching, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. And turned it back around, and it's like, oh. What happened here? I'm correct, right? It, at one point, it was five to two Braves. Yeah, I, that's the last time I saw. Yeah, it. it's five to Atlanta, and you know you're like, hey, Atlanta, what's the strength of the Braves? Pitching. Mm-hmm. They're not going to cough up a five two lead. I don't I, care where they're playing. That's what I thought too. That's why they play the game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff. So. Anyway, we're going to get into that uh, today. Uh, we are loaded for bear with uh, with our friends coming onto the program. Uh, <laughs> we we're going to cross our fingers and hope that our uh, our engineering people did all the technical corrections, and we'll be able to get all of our people on. But uh, Shahan Jayaraja from CBS Sports is going to be coming your way at the bottom of the hour to talk some college football. Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates, will be here. At 7:45 uh, yesterday, we had um, Clint Zander talking about the matchup between Bosky Bill and Crawford. Today, we'll uh, we'll get Greg Jacobs and the Crawford Pirate perspective uh, around eight o'clock. Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big Twelve will be here to talk some Big Twelve football. Uh, we we were going to do this yesterday, but we had some technical issues, so we'll we'll do it today. But uh, Billy Embody will be here. And we're going to talk about that LSU situation. And, I, and, and, I, and again, Ward, I'm curious what he thinks because he's with SMU on a, on a, on a daily basis. Uh, that's a football team that's undefeated. That's a football team that's in the top 25. Uh, but it's, it, it's a team that has zero chance. How do you keep putting together put football teams when they have no chance to win the ultimate prize. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, today with Billy and Body, And then uh, we're going to get an update on, on what's going on in Fort Worth with the TCU Horned Frogs. Stephen Simcox is going to join us from Locked On uh, Horned Frogs. So w- w- we're full. We're ready to roll. we got a lot to do today. And 
kind of fun. This is this is a strange week in our season. I, I don't know if you agree, but for me, this is a strange week. We have Friday night as as normal, but that's where it stops because our Saturday is certainly not. Well, yours is. Wait a minute. <laughs> yours is. I don't you, know that it's normal. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you, but you I have a game. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing normal about driving through the night, but uh, but we don't have, you know, we don't have a Baylor game. Uh, we don't have a Cowboy game. Uh, you know, it's so it, it's it, it feels it's when one of them is 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 open, you know, and then and then there's the Longhorns are open. There's a, it's just kind of a weird Saturday. I mean, when Look, we've only got two games in this building on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Normally, there's four. Normally, there's eight hours of cowboy programming for you on Sunday. There's none. It's just kind of a little. It's a little disjointed. So, uh, did you uh, did you find somebody to drive you? By the way, or you? Are you? Uh, yeah, Coach Kerr and I are gonna drive. Really? Yeah. You're gonna get the first four hours. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> He's got the next four while you nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, wake up and you'll be in beautiful Alpine, Texas. I could see. I could see a glow coming from over there where you're at because you're so excited to be going to Alpine. I am excited. I just, you know, I. I the, you just the, just the rather trip, be there. The overnight trip is is not uh, as exciting as as it would be normally, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to get out there and. I haven't been to Alpine in quite a few years, and so uh, you will see how different it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't imagine it's a whole lot different being out in Alpine, but you know, it might be. You um, could go see the Marfa Lights. You can stay over yeah. Saturday night, and no, I won't be doing that. Thank you. <laughs> but you just said you're excited to be going. I, out. I am. Well, why do you want to turn around and come right back home? Because I'm excited to get home after that. <laughs> I'm excited to go out there and watch the Crusaders play. Uh, will it be a football game? I mean. Yeah, it, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you have a long road trip like that. Uh, how the team is going to, you know, get off the bus and and be ready to play after a long trip. I mean, I have a pretty good inkling of what's going to happen. I think they travel well uh, because that's just the way that coaching staff approaches everything that they do. So I don't, I don't imagine there'll be any problems. But you never know. I mean, right. you know, you're still working with young men, and so. Uh, let's see if they come out firing on all cylinders or if it takes them a little bit to get going. Uh, I, I know that they're leaving early Friday morning and they're going to go eat lunch and then stop and have a, a little workout and then travel into Alpine and do a walkthrough on Friday afternoon. And so, you know, they should be – They're breaking theirs they're up break, a little bit. They're breaking it up. And so that, you know, a lot of times that, that helps. it. And the reason why they're doing it, because a lot of times that helps that factor of – a long road trip, jumping off a bus and getting ready to play a game. Yeah, you know, so nobody uh, wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Sometimes it can't be avoided, but that's not the the ideal situation. So, you know, I, I feel like that they'll go out there and and handle their business pretty well and give again give their backups an an opportunity to get some good game time experience, and that's what Coach Fredenberg is looking for talking to him on the show last night, he wasn't real thrilled about how his twos and threes played last week against TLU. So he wants to see improvement there. So, you know, I, I think it's another opportunity for this team to get better. And they've got they've got a bigger goal on their mind. So, 
Yeah, and that's always been for me. Te- you know, teams that are that are fairly dominant, and, and the Crusaders are, are a dominant football team. Let's let's just be honest in what they've accomplished over the last ten years. But you know, when you when you get into a game, and they will at some point get into a game where it is, hey, uh, the guy across from me is good. For, you know. And you got to play four quarters. And a lot of times these guys don't play four quarters for long stretches of time. How do they respond and how do they react? And, and I'm sitting there thinking about the Mart Panthers. There's an, there's another great example. It, it's at every level. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, how do you respond when you do get in one of those games where, you know what, you quit looking at that scoreboard because it's, you know, and it's in this one's going to be a four-quarter football game. How do they respond? How does UMHB respond when they get into a four-quarter football game? Yeah, that's that's the question on every good football team it, that, that has these opportunities where, you know, at halftime it's pretty much in the bag and, and you – pull your starters and, and give those young guys an opportunity. And the reason why you give those young guys an opportunity, because when you do get into a four-quarter football game, those first layer of players are going to need a spell. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to come out for two or three plays just to get their legs back Here in there, yep. get get their lungs back in them. And so, you But know, you hear all the time, well, why they've got this one under control. Why do they got their starters in the football game? Well, they've got, the well, starters they've gotta have got to play. Yeah, they've got to have yeah. some game time. Uh, you can't replicate game time in speed and, and that type of thing in practice. You can't replicate nope. replicate game time reps in practice. You just can't. I, I don't. I don't care who you are or what level you're on. You just can't. And so, being able to play mm-hmm. and, and stay in the game is part of the game time conditioning that they have to try to do to be able to go through those four quarters. You got it. All right, uh, it is 7-10, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock, and uh, we, we are uh, we're, we're locked and loaded, as we mentioned. Our 7 o'clock hour, by the way, is uh, brought to you by our good friends at Good Feet. See what Good Feet can do for you with the free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace in uh, near Cabela's. Uh, Ward and I are in the Allen Samuel Studios. We're glad you're with us this morning. And uh, we're going to uh, get you up to date on what to wear to work or to school this morning. We got the Fox 44 weather forecast. And our weather this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a lot more sunshine this afternoon. High temperatures, though, still pretty warm, a high of 85 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 62 and mostly sunny tomorrow, even warmer with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Run it left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254-662-4802. Sticks! Feel like a morning disc jockey. That sticks! This is ESPN Central Texas. Did you ever DJ? I mean, I did it for years. Oh yeah. You know when 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 I started, and I don't know about you, but when I started, there there was no such thing as sports radio. I'm not even sure if there was news talk when when we got rolling. Uh, I don't think there was. I think there were stations that were had a heavy emphasis on news and weather and sport. In fact, I worked at one. I worked at KWTX. And we were we were heavy news. I mean, we did news and weather and sports and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think. I mean, so you had to find your, your. If you wanted to do sports, you had to find a spot. If you, so, yeah. I mean, there were people that did sales during you know, and then and there were people that did news and and. Yeah, we had news. Know. We had traffic. We yeah, had all that sports. Stuff. Yeah, we had weather. And there was a different person that would come in the morning show and do each one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
we we had the television guys do a lot of our stuff mm-hmm. you know but i mean so but as 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 a radio guy you say hang on a second you know what what am i going to do so most of us were disc jockeys uh and you know and you know, we spun those 45s. Remember 45s? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cue up that 45, get it ready still, to go. Still have a bunch of them. Do you really? Yeah. How about that? But that's what we did so we could do those Friday night football games and, and cover college football on Saturday. You, mm-hmm. you you had to have something to do, you know. So we were DJs. I don't know why I'm talking about that. Uh, all right, uh, Major League Baseball. Well, I, because you played sticks. Uh, Major League Baseball, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, two really good baseball games uh, last night. And in, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel, Ward, but in my opinion, the Dodgers saved their season last night where they come from behind 6-5 victory over the Atlanta Braves. For now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no. No, I agree. But, I mean, if, if they would have got beat yesterday – and been down three to nothing. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be sitting here today saying, "Hey, look, they're going to play a fourth game, and, and they may even play a fifth game, but they're not going to win four in a row." No, I wouldn't think so. No. So this, that, yeah, you're right. It, it it pretty much would have would at least it would have sealed the deal. Yeah, it would at least started the process. Yeah. So, and that's the huge difference between three and zero oh and two and one. Two and one, you go get a win today. Well, and you can you can still, you know, adjust your rotation and your lineup. There's a whole different way you approach the game at two and one than you would three and zero. Oh. No three and zero. Oh, no room it, for error, is there? No, and it's you know everybody on deck, and you you know you may go with a guy in inning. I mean, you know, you never know because you you have to you have to f- survive this game somehow, some way, and then if you do. You piece it together the rest of the way, and that makes it even more difficult. Yeah, I mean, you're, what you're trying to do is get back to Max Scherzer as, as fast as humanly possible. Now I don't think you have to do that. I mean, you want him on the mound, obviously. But, uh, man, oh, man, 2-1 uh, and one and 3-0 and oh is just, it's to me, it's – and then, hey, they're at home. Go win today, and, and it's all even. Steven, just ask the Houston Astros because that's exactly – what they did, they were down two to one last night, uh, going into that uh, or yesterday, going into that uh, series uh, with the Boston Red Sox, and they uh, they were in a tussle with the Sox all all day. I mean, that was just every time a ball, <laughs> you know, every time somebody would hit a baseball, I mean, you're holding your breath and like, what what do we got going on here? Because I mean, it's it's like. You know, one to one, two to one, and two to two, and I mean, and then Houston just broke the thing open late, and uh, and went at nine to two, and you're like, hey, when when they got when they when they got it to four to two, I went, holy moly, they're going to win this game, uh, and, and then they just piled on and, and get get to nine to two and and get the victory. Now look, it's a simple equation for the Red Sox and for the Astros. This thing is the best two out of three scrap the first four put put them off to the to the side now you're playing a two out of three series because you're dead even at two apiece right now and you're playing the best two out of three who can win a couple of ball games to get to the world series and that's what this series is about now and that that's how huge that win was for the astros if the red sox go up three to one it's not over but man oh man you're like okay the pressure 
You're, because you're, as you just said a minute ago with the Dodger series, when it gets to three, the opponent's playing an elimination game the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- they're on the brink of elimination the rest of the way, and it changes your decision-making process. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, all right, uh, Dusty Baker talked about the uh, the victory for the Astros last night. This is what, you know, enjoying baseball, you know, as if you're a child. And, uh, you know, this is one of the the great things about baseball. I mean, you know, when you're dead seemingly in the water and things aren't going good, then all of a sudden, boom, 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 and you got seven runs. And, uh, you know, that that's what they've been doing to us this whole series. And, uh, you know, we're capable of doing that uh, as well. And that's a great point. I mean, that's that's exactly what what it felt like. It felt like they were getting – at times it felt like the Astros were getting pushed around and, and, and dominated. Uh, but you look up, and today, you know, it's it's two games apiece. And so – Again, it's 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 the best two out of three. The Astros and the Red Sox will play at Fenway this afternoon. They'll throw the first pitch a little after four o'clock. It'll be Valdez versus Sale. Uh, so uh, this this should be fun. And, and then you have Atlanta and the Dodgers. They'll play the late game. That'll be a you know, and that's interesting because it's a seven oh eight first pitch. That means it's just after five o'clock in Los Angeles. Right in the middle of drive time, they're going to play baseball, uh, and uh, that it, with that series at two games to one, and again the Dodgers salvaging a, a game last night, and really, uh, again in my opinion, salvaging their season. So we'll see how it goes. And Atlanta hasn't decided who they're who they're going to throw today. So you know they they've got options because again they're still in the driver's seat. But we'll see how that goes. And again, that is a, a seven oh eight first pitch. The uh, Astros. And uh, the, uh, the the Red Sox are going to be on FS1, while the uh, Braves and the Dodgers are going to be on TBS. So uh, if you uh, if you're a baseball fan, this is fun times for you, and it should be uh, should be a lot of fun tonight as the uh, Astros and the Red Sox go at it at four o'clock, Braves and the Dodgers at seven o'clock. Uh, how do you feel about these two? Oh boy, uh, I, I still think the Braves kind of have the upper hand on the Dodgers. Again, it goes back to pitching for me. But the Astros, if they can keep the momentum going at the plate, you know, maybe they can escape Boston and bring the thing back home and give them a really good chance. That's exactly what I was thinking. Still one here today. Mm-hmm. Get this thing back to, to Houston with a couple of whacks at it. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a big one. And you're right. I think when you look at the Braves and the Dodgers, and you and you look at what uh, what's available, and because of the injury situation with the Dodgers and and the strength of the the Braves pitching, you would think that they would be the favorite. But that's the beauty of baseball, man. I mean, it's so random. I mean, you hit a line drive, and you scald the baseball, and you hit it right at the second baseman. He catches it. It's an out. I hit a flare just three feet to the right of him, don't don't get much wood on it, and it falls in for a base hit. It's just the game is so random mm-hmm. uh, that is, it, it makes it incredibly interesting. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And, uh, again, it is uh, the uh, Astros and the Red Sox at four. 
the Braves and the Dodgers coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. So there you go. All right, uh, 725 on this Wednesday morning. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to get to uh, Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports, and uh, we'll dive into all kinds of things that are going on in the uh, world of college football. We'll visit with him about that. Uh, but I uh, want to talk to you about uh, uh, our friends at City Ranch Boot Company. City Ranch Boot Company has a brand new location, and they can't wait to, sh- to, to see you. Uh, city, you can choose your skin, you can choose your design, and then let City Ranch Boot Company uh, perfect a pair of boots, a belt, a wallet, or a handbag. I mean, custom made right there. Over 30 years in the uh, leather industry, uh, owner Jay Kelly and his team know exactly how to get it done for you. Design boots for the for the bride and groom, maybe, or, or the entire wedding party. Uh, you can put your logo. That would be so cool for us to have our logo, our ESPN logo on a pair, a pair of boots. And you can do that as a, maybe a sales incentive for your team or, or to thank your employees or to thank your customers. Uh, incorporate your ranch brand. If you know you you work out on a ranch, you want to incorporate that that brand on a pair of boots. You could certainly do that as well. Custom design, locally owned, family operated, and of course Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. So, look, you may not even be in the market, but just go check them out because I think it's kind of a cool deal. And what a great, what a great Christmas gift idea. Uh, you know, maybe it's not boots. Maybe it is a wallet. Maybe it is a, a billfold or something to that effect. Uh, you could check them out at uh, City Ranch Boot Company. City Ranch Boot Company. Check them out today. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Astros scored seven in the top of the ninth to beat Boston 9-2 to even the American League Championship Series at two games each. Game five in Boston this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Cody Bellinger tied it with a three-run homer, and Mookie Betts won it with an RBI double all in the bottom of the eighth as the Dodgers beat Atlanta 6-5. The Braves still lead the National League Series two games to one with game four tonight at seven. The AP Women's Basketball Poll finds Baylor the top Big 12 team at number seven with Iowa State number 12, West Virginia 19, and Texas number 25. Texas A&M is 23rd in the poll. Nick Ralston has been cut from the Cowboys roster to make room for Lyle Collins coming off of a five-game suspension. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. I, I did not know Ward White knew how to line dance. He's line dancing this morning to Copperhead Road. 729, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we welcome Shehan Raja into the program. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing uh, doing pretty good. Thanks as always for having me. Hey, we appreciate your time. Lot, there's a lot of off-the-field stuff going on in college football, and that's where I wanted to start. Uh, first, let's talk about the American Athletic Conference Uh Six teams applying for for admission into this league. Uh, what do you make of that? Yes, it's definitely an interesting group. I mean, I think that a lot of us thought uh, that the American would try to go after some of the bigger brands in the group of five. You know, uh, and we saw that that Boise State was considered. We saw that Colorado State was considered, and the Mountain West schools ultimately decided to say no. And instead of kind of being able to go into the Southeast and maybe go after schools like. App State or Louisiana or whoever, uh, the AAC was kind of left with going after the Conference USA schools. Now, there are reasons I think that Sunbelt schools might have decided to kind of stand pat. I mean, the current Sunbelt right now versus the eight remaining American Athletic Conference schools, like they might be in a more stable situation uh, than, than right now than the American Athletic Conference. And so instead you get these six schools coming in. I, I think that the thing that I like about it from the American perspective is that you do get a strong foothold in Texas. You do get really strong geographical ties. Uh, you know, now at this point, I believe you're going to have four schools in the state of Texas, along with SMU plus uh, North Texas and UTSA and Rice. So I think that that's going to be a net positive for that conference. Uh, you know, but at the same time, I do think it's a little surprising to see schools like Rice, schools like Charlotte, schools like FAU, maybe get picked over schools like Marshall, schools like App State, schools like Louisiana. So at the same time, I, I, I don't know. Maybe down the road, those schools might be looking at some other mergers. Maybe Marshall's looking to the Sunbelt Conference instead. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not the group that I would have expected when this whole realignment circuit started. Is this uh, – where A, where does this stop? Because, I mean, once this happens, then you know something else is going to happen. And eventually, isn't there going to be a group that gets left out? Yeah, no question about it. And the thing I'm curious about is that, you know, this leads conference USA, if this goes through, which, by the way, I mean, this hasn't been approved by any means at this point, but it, it's likely to be approved this weekend. 
Uh, but if this happens, this leads Conference USA with only eight schools remaining, which, you know, is enough to have a conference, but isn't where you'd like to be. There are a couple of FBS independent schools that maybe could get a call. Maybe New Mexico State gets a call. Maybe Liberty gets a call. Who knows? Um, but, you know, I think that maybe this also puts pressure on Conference USA to look to the FBS level to try to bring some schools up. I, I don't know. And maybe the other side of this is that especially if schools like Marshall or, uh, you know, some of these other schools that uh, Louisiana Tech potentially, if they're looking at the Sun Belt, you could see these schools potentially leaving as well. So I think that Conference USA right now is in a really precarious position. And it's going to be really interesting to see what they do next to try to stay alive. Because at one point, this was the Big 12, right? At one point, this was the Big 12 that was uh, kind of maybe teetering on the edge of collapse. And they've made aggressive moves to be able to stay alive. So we'll see whether Conference USA does the same. Who's the leading candidate in LSU right now? Yes, it's a good question. I think that for me, my assumption right now, and this is still very early in the process, I mean, I don't even know if Scott Woodward, uh, the athletic director over there, fully has this list together, but I think the early betting favorite for me would be Nell Tucker, the Michigan State coach. He's coached uh, at LSU before. He has some experience down there. Uh, He has experience in the SEC, both at Alabama and at Georgia, Uh, and he's been able to have some real success right away at Michigan State. And the thing is, like – He's somebody who probably should have been a head coach a while back before he was offered the Colorado job. He should have he should have had a college coaching job, I think, five or six years earlier than he actually did. And so, you know, these kind of opportunities don't come around super often for you know for him. And so, I think that even though he's only been at Michigan State for two years, that potentially the allure of this job might be a lot. Now, I expect him to do their due diligence. I think they're going to call Jimbo, and I think Jimbo's going to say no at this point. I think that they should call James Franklin, and we'll see what he says. Uh, another guy who I think would be a smart hire would uh, would be Billy Napier, the coach in Louisiana, who's had a lot of success taking this program to, to reaches that they haven't ever reached before. And so, But at the same time, Scott Woodward, he's the same athletic director who did hire Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. He's the same athletic director who did hire Kim Mulkey for, to coach the women's basketball team. He likes going for swings. He likes going after guys. So I think he's going to want to have a splash, and I think that that's what he's going to try to do. Why now? Why in the middle of the season? I think that and this is kind of true with the USC job. I think that there's a little bit of not wanting to give a guy a chance to save himself, per se. You know, Because that's something that we saw over and over again with Les Miles, is that Les Miles would go and he'd be right on the edge of being fired. Then he'd have a big win. He'd finish the year on a three-game winning streak. And they'd be like, well, you can't fire Les Miles right now. We just won three games in a row. And you kind of saw that with Gus Malzahn a little bit at Auburn, where he just over and over again, oh, you know, bad season. Oh, but you beat Bama, so we've got to bring you back sort of thing. And so I think that that's a big part of it. But the other thing, too, is that you know, reading so much of the reporting coming out right now about LSU and that whole situation – it sounds like it's just starting to get untenable down there. It sounds like people are starting to quit on him. It sounds like players are starting to quit on him. It sounds like people don't want to be there. And uh, eventually that sort of stuff, even though, you know, I, I think that it hasn't affected recruiting as much as it could have at this point. I, I think at some point that sort of stuff tends to come to a head. So I actually give them some credit for jumping out in front of it and seeing kind of the tea leaves a little bit uh, instead of kind of letting this really veer off course. But, I mean, things have gone bad since they've won the national championship. They're only nine and eight overall, including you know five and five last year. So yeah, I do think that it probably was the right decision, but it is still crazy to see. How much better is OU? Have they have they found their stride now with Williams at quarterback? 
Yeah, I, I think that they definitely have. And I think that the biggest thing about it is that it feels like Lincoln Riley is more willing to embrace kind of his full offense. You know, it, it felt like they were really not wanting to lean very hard on that run game. And I think that having a running quarterback and having a guy that you have to account for in the run game has made a big difference because Spencer Rattler, even though he's mobile, he wasn't somebody who wanted to run. He's not somebody who wanted to take it. And I think that Caleb Williams has been a lot more fearless in that respect. And I think that the other thing, too, is that it felt like Spencer Rattler was just in his head a little bit about throwing the ball downfield, about turning the ball over. And, and I think that that really affected his play with, was just him trying to be, you know, not make mistakes, I guess. And Caleb Williams is kind of able to come in and play free without some of that baggage maybe on his shoulders. But it, it's, there's no question. I mean, since the second quarter of that Texas game, Oklahoma's looked like the team that I think that we expected to see this season. And I picked them before the year to win the national championship. Now, Georgia's been so good that maybe I'd like to still have that back. But I think that this is the team that we expected when the year started. And so, no, I, I think that they've definitely turned a corner. I think that they're a different team with a running quarterback under center. And I, I think that, again, they're just playing fearless right now. And that's something that we didn't see with Spencer Rattler. Interesting what's going on uh, in uh, in Washington at Washington State. Nick Rolovich, four members of his staff dismiss. Uh, Shayhan, there, there, there's a million things to talk about with with uh, with this subject. But what are what are your your initial thoughts when when this went down the other day? Yeah, it's definitely something that you never planned to see, right? But I mean, being in a global pandemic and having dealt with what we dealt with in the last year and a half, I mean, it's you couldn't have imagined this, right? And so, I, I do think that listen, these these are public institutions. These are you know, subject to all the rules of public institutions. They're, they're of course, subject to vaccine mandates, uh, like, at, like at Washington State. And I think that the biggest thing that is a little disappointing to me, right, is like, I, I look at, you know, even the Kyrie Irving situation, right? And if you want to kind of speak out and you want to talk about it, I, I think that that's helpful for people, at least to kind of gain some perspective. But I think that the thing that was always difficult for me, especially when you're the leader of an SBS football program and a Power 5 football program at that, making $3 million a year, like to kind of not be open and talk about it. I mean, I do think that you are, you do owe that to people at least a little bit, you know, to be honest with them. You are one of the highest paid employees in the entire state of Washington, way more than, you know, the governor or the president or any of those sort of things. And so I do think that you're, owed a little bit more honesty than what Nick Rolovich showed down the stretch. And, you know, for, the, for this to kind of end the way that it did with everything so quiet and everything so, you know, just the way it did, I mean, I, I think that that's really disappointing for Washington State. I think it's disappointing for Nick Rolovich. I think it's disappointing for a program that looks like he was heading in the right direction. Uh, you know, and Nick Rolovich showed some really interesting things during his time at Hawaii, so I was, I was curious to see what he could accomplish at Washington State. So from that perspective, I, th- I think it's a disappointment all the way around it. Really, at the end of the day, there, there's no winners from this, you know, because I think that Nick Rolovich is a loser. I think Washington State is a loser. Those players are losers because they have to now go through a whole coaching search now. Uh, and, and I think that all of us are losers kind of at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and you know, I was I was thinking just from a football perspective, just X's and O's, now this program's got to gotta run through the, the second half of the season, and they're going to be not one but five coaches short, four assistants and a head coach. you got five guys that are not uh, that are not working on winning football games for those young men. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's that's brutal, you know, and I expect that they're going to try to backfill some of those roles with guys who are analysts, maybe with some guys who are grad assistants. But, I mean, Washington State is not one of the richer programs in college football, right? Like, I mean, if Alabama has this happen, you just kind of slide in three former SBS head coaches. And you can't do that sort of thing at Washington State uh, where you don't have necessarily as big of a staff, as big of an analyst pool. So, yeah, it just puts everything in such a bad situation. And, um, you know, I mean, this is such a unique situation, obviously, just based on, again, what we've all experienced in the past year uh, and some mandates coming down in the state of Washington. But it's part of the deal. It's part of the job. It's part of being a public employee. And uh, and unfortunately, uh, you know, like you said, it's it's the players who are ultimately going to suffer. What are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a piece, uh, my upset alert piece, of course, as usual on Wednesdays. I've also got a column coming out this uh, later this week, Thursday or Friday, on kind of just how crazy things have been in college football this year. We actually have had 47 ranked teams lose to this point, which is <laughs> believed to be the most ever to this point. So I wrote about that uh, and, and kind of just about the moments that we'll remember from that first half of the season. Shehan, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. That is uh, Shayhan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. It is uh, 741. We're 19 now away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by our good friends at at uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And don't forget, coming up Saturday, we are going to be broadcasting live from Republic Gun Club. That's right. The premier gun range experience is coming to Central Texas. It's Republic Gun Club, and it's a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between the Metroplex and Austin, Texas, with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and event venue. Plus, there's no reason to go anywhere else. They've got special membership rates going on right now, and you can check out republicgunclub.com for more information. Republicgunclub.com to get all your info. And uh, don't forget, we will be there. And the uh, Waco Axe Company is going to be there. You can come out and throw an axe. That would be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be fun. They're going to have food trucks, ice cream trucks, face painting. Uh, Brian and and the group from Sloppy Joe's going to be there playing some tunes for you. They've got uh, goodie bags to give away. It's just going to be a large time, and it's coming up at Republic Gun Club. We'll be there Saturday from 11 until 1. Come join us. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. 
Hi, I'm Amanda Cunningham, a local realtor born and raised in Waco, Texas. If you're looking to buy or sell your home, I would be honored to represent you. I have a team full of amazing agents, and together we've sold over $30 million in volume halfway through 2021. I'm passionate about what I do, and I love people. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home with global exposure, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. Offering buyer locators, direct relationships with Facebook, global networking, and your own custom websites are just some of the tools we use giving you the apex advantage. Our tools work. Call me, Amanda Cunningham, today, 254-495-0338. To find me, Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor, Waco, Texas. Search me on Facebook at Amanda Cunningham Realtor or find me on Instagram as well. I'm Amanda Cunningham with Cole Banker Apex, and I cannot wait to hear from you. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Astros scored seven in the top of the ninth to beat Boston 9-2 to even the American League Championship Series at two games each. Game five in Boston this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Cody Bellinger tied it with a three-run homer, and Mookie Betts won it with an RBI double all in the bottom of the eighth as the Dodgers beat Atlanta 6-5. The Braves still lead the National League Series two games to one with game four tonight at seven. The AP Women's Basketball Poll finds Baylor the top Big 12 team at number seven with Iowa State number 12, West Virginia 19, and Texas number 25. Texas A&M is 23rd in the poll. Nick Ralston has been cut from the Cowboys roster to make room for Lyle Collins coming off of a five-game suspension. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven forty-seven. Drive safely on your way to work or to school this morning. Tom and Warden, we're glad to have you with us here on a Wednesday morning. Let's talk some Texas schoolboy football, shall we? Let's welcome in Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the uh, Crawford Pipes of the program. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Hey, th- we were talking about this. Uh, this is what this is what, in my opinion, makes high school football so much fun. You got you got a couple of teams that are really good football teams. They're 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 neighbors, and it's a big game in district. To me, this is what you, your matchup with with Bosqueville this week is is really what high school football is all about. 
Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, the proximity between the two schools and uh, our kids know uh, their kids really well. We've interact, they uh, interact with each other quite a bit. And, and, uh, and they're both teams, both schools are very competitive in what they do athletically. And so it makes for a good, a good challenge for both teams. Do you like the way your football team is playing right now? Obviously, you're seven and zero and three and zero in in district play, ranked number four. I, I get all that, but I- I- internally, do you like the way your football team is going right now? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, this football team is uh, is a very close knit team. They play hard for each other, so I like their their mentality. I like their their effort, their work ethic each and every day. And you know the 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 process of, of understanding x's and o's and schemes and that sort of thing we're growing slowly but surely and uh, but the work ethic and and the way they play and their commitment to the program and and to their effort and to each other has really made a difference so yeah i'd have to say i'm really pleased with their with uh, how we're playing right now coach uh, these these kids grow up going down into the park to watch the crawford pirates play they're they're their cousins, their brothers. I mean, there is that 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 tradition, and you and there's no substitution for that, is there, Coach? No, really not. Uh, you know, these kids. Uh, you know, I have a group of sixth graders that uh, that I work with every morning, and and uh, you know that's that's what they talk about. What's going on with the football team, and and they talk about the kids on the football team, and and how they would like to someday be able to do the same thing. So, you know, there's a lot of expectations for the younger kids as they grow up because they see what happens, you know, with the older ones. And uh, so, you know, they want to emulate that same thing, and so that tradition kind of grows from there. Coach, how do you keep your team on an even keel and not let a game like this get too big for the moment? Uh, These kids, uh, all they worry about is today. And they have a, a, a good outlook each and every day. They don't talk about uh, a, a game that week, they worry about what we do that day. So, you know, they it's it's never too big, it's never too small. Uh, they just enjoy being able to work with each other, and so I never really have to worry about that because it never even comes up. And uh, the good thing about it is they focus on what they can control that day, and that's it. That's all they look at. Coach, talk a little bit about the quality of high school football that Central Texans get to enjoy. I mean, and I can't explain it, but I mean, it, whether it's uh, whether it's Abbott in, at the six six A ranks or, or or whoever La Vega. I mean, we've got quality high school football up and down uh, the classifications in Central Texas. I think we're blessed, quite frankly. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of reasons why that comes to play. I think uh, you know, I think that. The coaching at the high school level in the state of Texas is really, really good. I think uh, coaches are really committed to uh, understanding the game more and trying to uh, encourage kids to to uh, be productive on the field. So I think that the quality of coaching has gotten better. Obviously, the uh, the physical abilities of these student athletes have gotten better with all the strength and conditioning programs and all the other programs you have in the out-of-season and summer programs, the seven-on-sevens, things of that nature. And I think they just uh, – I think, you know, last year had a lot to do with uh, opening some eyes for young kids to realize how lucky uh, they are to be able to participate in a sport like this because it could have been taken away just like that, you know, through the COVID years. So uh, I think they really enjoy that, that uh, opportunity to get out there and perform with, uh, with their teammates. And I think that's made a big difference. 
Coach, how much being a physical offense gives your team an advantage? Well, I think uh, they pride themselves on their work ethic, and they pride themselves on trying to control lines of scrimmage, uh, you know, and and I think they gain a lot of confidence uh, in that aspect. Uh, I think they feel like, uh, regardless of how big or how small you are, uh, they can be productive. And so they play, you know, play with a lot of confidence. And uh, there's not too many teams that we're bigger than, I promise you that. So, uh, you know, they just get that in their mind. So, hey, we're going we're gonna to outwork you and we're going to outplay you. And so that's kind of how they approach it. Hey, I, I know you got to run. I definitely appreciate the time. Thanks so much for popping on. And, and uh, enjoy Friday night. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We appreciate your time today. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. See you, Greg. Thanks. That's uh, Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates. I'm telling you right now, if you don't have an allegiance to uh, to a team or, or a game that you need to be at and you're looking for one, Bosqueville and Crawford. Crawford at 7-0, 3-0 in district. And uh, Bosqueville at 5-2, 3-0 in district. Should be fun. 7-52. And again, uh, China Spring in Salado. There's another one. Uh, we'll, uh, we're going to try to get to talk we'll talk more about china and uh insulator coming up as the uh, the rest of the week rolls along but uh, should be a lot of fun we got some great games in central texas this week all right uh, 753 this is game time here on esp in central texas and time now for john morris and the baylor sports beat program it's time now for the baylor sports beat on the home of the bears espn central texas now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking basketball, soccer, and football. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with basketball with the Big 12 Media Days going on today in Kansas City. Yeah, right in the middle of uh, Big 12 Media <laughs> Days. It's uh, it's crazy to, to, to think about. And, um, you know, I'm still celebrating the national championship game. So, yeah, me too. <laughs> so I guess uh, I'm going to have to turn the page at, at some point in time. But, uh, you know, to have both, both programs ranked in uh, – preseason AP in the top 10, you know, uh, women's basketball at number seven and, and men's basketball at, at, at number eight. And, oh, by the way, football ranked in the, in the top 25. And so that's, that's really, really special. And, you know, you think about just some of the, the preseason accolades, you know, Matthew Meyer, you know, preseason first team, all big 12, Kendall Brown, 
uh, you know, preseason pick, freshman of the year, uh, Lissa, uh, you know, uh, preseason player of the year, Queen, first team Big 12, Jordan Lewis, uh, newcomer of the year. So just a, a lot of accolades for, for both programs and, and excited for both. And, you know, you think about the, the men's program and, and losing a Mark Vidal, a Maceo, a Jared, a Davion, and, and to come right back the following year and be ranked in the, in the top ten um, speaks kudos to, to, to Coach Drew and the staff. And then just really, really excited for, uh, for Coach Cullen and, and her staff to, to begin a, a, their era of, uh, of uh, Baylor women's basketball. That is fun for sure. Basketball right around the corner. Soccer's uh, headed down the home stretch in a couple of key home matches this week. Yeah, big, big matches uh, Thursday night versus versus Iowa State and then Sunday versus uh, West Virginia. So two big matches for them playing well um, as we as we head down the stretch. And let's don't scoot past the BYU win too quickly. That was a great win. It gets Baylor back in the top 25 at number 20. Yeah, I, I thought it was just uh, a really, really good performance against, uh, you know, obviously a, a really good football team in, in BYU. But uh, the, the best news about, about all of it is um, we know, and, uh, and I know Coach, Coach Aranda believes this and our, and our young men believe this, that, that they can even get better. Thanks, Mac. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Little CCR. <laughs> Welcome back into the program. Game time here on this Wednesday morning, the hump day, middle of the week. Tom and Ward and our 8 o'clock hours brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. 
and you can apply for these jobs at 7601 uh, Imperial Drive. Again, uh, if you're just joining us and maybe you missed something from the first hour, remember you can always go back and check it out at SyntechSportsFan.com. We've got a podcast up for you. SyntechSportsFan.com is where you can check it out. And if you want to participate, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, on the uh, on the program and on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. If you want to uh, jump in, give us your thoughts on whatever we are uh, talking about. We'd love to hear from you here on the program. Coming up in our eight o'clock hour, we will. Uh, visit with Billy and Body. He covers both the SMU Mustangs and the. Uh, and the LSU Tigers, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get Billy's thoughts on several subjects, including the coaching search that is going on in Baton Rouge, and we'll do that. And then uh, Stephen Simcox will join us at eight thirty or so this morning, and uh, he'll talk uh, some TCU football, some Big Twelve football, maybe even get Stephen's thoughts on uh, on the Cowboys. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, Ward, I don't know if you saw this. But uh, they, I did. They, <laughs> oops, they they. I, I'm curious your thoughts on how how it may affect or will it affect the football team. Uh, a starting safety gets uh, gets pulled over last night, or actually, I think it was probably closer to this morning, about 3 a.m., and uh, is arrested for DWI. Uh, up in the Metroplex. So, uh, yeah, it uh, uh, DeMonte Kazee, the uh, starting safety for the Cowboys, arrested for D- DWI, and uh, he, uh, he he posted bond, and he's out. But uh, just a quick thought, Ward, uh, and we'll dive into it a little later on, but uh, how does this affect them? I know what it would do to a, to a college team if that happened, but what does – Man, what does this do to a professional football team? Well, it affects you. It's your starting safety. I mean, you know, it's a starting DB for you, and I, you know, I, I think it still it, it affects this football team. And Mike McCarthy talked to his team before they took the week off and made the break. Be careful. Hey, be be with your family. Be smart. Don't do anything dumb. Well, right off the bat, something dumb. Yep. Uh, and we'll talk about it a little later on in the program. Right now, let's talk some college football. Let's welcome into the program Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12, the podcast. Josh, good morning. How are you? Gentlemen, how are we? We are terrific. We appreciate your time this morning. Uh, just your overall thoughts on on where the Big 12 is kind of at the midway point in the season with the, a couple of teams uh, on by. And, and this is, you know, we're kind of at the halfway point. Yeah, I think there are four teams at this point, really, that we can say are contending for the Big 12 championship. I know some people want to say Texas. Maybe technically, you know, you could, you could argue TCU's not out of it yet. But really, we're at the point where it's Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. Those are the four teams that really feels like that are contending for a Big 12 championship at the moment. It feels like Oklahoma's – I mean, they've, they've won the last six, and it feels like at this point, especially with Caleb Williams now, they kind of booked their ticket. They kind of booked their way to Dallas for the championship game. And that leaves the other three teams. Now, I think there is a case to be made for all three of those teams as we look forward. Baylor's got the win over Iowa State. Um, Oklahoma State has the win over Baylor. Iowa State's playing really good football now. So I think any variation of Oklahoma versus either of those three feels like it might be uh, – I wouldn't be surprised to see it in the championship game. What What do you think has to happen uh, 
let, let's just take it from uh, River City here. For, for Baylor's perspective, what, what do they got to get done, obviously, besides continue to win? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, Oklahoma, they're going to have to, they're probably going to have to beat Oklahoma um, just so they can kind of, you know, maybe save their claim as a tie. They, they've, got a, they've got a difficult stretch here coming the rest of the way. Um, and, but here's the thing, though. They get Texas and OU both at home. That's really important for them. I think the big thing for Baylor, though, at, at 6-1 and one now, is focusing on just kind of maximizing the season. Like, if you look at the rest of the stretch, nine wins is not out of the conversation. And I'm not sure about you guys, but if you told me that to start the year, I would have been really surprised if, you, you know, if, if, if they reached around nine wins. So, six is great. They're bowl eligible. I didn't see that coming. If they can get to eight or nine, I know it might not be the exact result they want at this point in time, but still, that'd be something that Baylor fans have to feel really good about. Josh, I'm going to see if you agree or, or disagree at this at this point in the season. I, I I said on Monday, and Ward and I were talking. I said I'm going to stop the yeah, but when it comes to when it comes to Baylor, yeah, but it was Texas Southern, yeah, but that's a game they were supposed to win. In, in my mind, this is a good football team playing good football with an opportunity to get better. Oh yeah, they're they're just they're objectively a good football team. I mean, they um, they handled they handled BYU, and, and that's what good teams do is they handle other good teams. Um, they they beat Iowa State outright. They had a chance to beat Oklahoma State in a game they really didn't play well in. And yeah, they're they're just an outright good football team. Dave Aranda and and Jeff Grimes have done an excellent job. They're a really strong defensive team. They're an efficient offensive team, and you put those two things together. That's just what a that's a good football team. They're definitely a top 25 team. There's no doubt in my mind. And I think the expectation is look at those two hardest remaining games, Texas and Oklahoma. The expectation now, I mean, is they split, right? I feel like people in your neck of the woods probably expect them to win at least one of those two games. And look, they're, they're at home. They, you know, this year they have not lost the game uh, at home yet. So I think the expectation is, yeah, we'll split those. We should get to eight wins. We should get to around nine wins this year. And, yeah, they are just an outright good football team at this point. Has Matt Wells salvaged his job at Tech yet? Such a great question. Um, I think the barrier was – it felt like to me six wins. I didn't know if six saved the job. The question here is how much do you factor the injury to Tyler Shuck? Because at one point, you know, at one side of the coin, you could say, hey, Tyler Shuck's the guy they brought in a guy with, you know, these uh, incredible physical attributes and who performed pretty well to start off the year. Obviously, the Texas game was a struggle for everybody. And then you bring in Henry Columbia, who's a backup, but also he's a backup with starting experience. And Henry Columbia's gotten two wins. West Virginia and Kansas aren't very good teams, but still they've gotten the two wins. So, you know, they, they obviously have to get to six. They're at five and two now. They have to get to six wins. I think they can. I would say seven is what they need to do because uh, there's somebody down at UTSA who I think might be a good candidate for them and Jeff Trailer if they wanted to make a switch. Uh, feels like a natural fit. But if Matt Wells wants to stave off anybody else and, and save off Kirby Hocutt uh, pulling the plug, I think seven is where you have to get to feel safe. Talking with uh, Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Josh, talk about Mike Gundy's football team, uh, Oklahoma State. How good is this football team, and what's the ceiling for the Cowboys, in your opinion? 
Right, classic Mike Gundy team that plays defense and runs the football. We've we've been seeing that for years, haven't we? It's it's weird, isn't it? Um, they, you know, that's the question is okay. They they really haven't played a great offensive game yet this year. Um, it feels like that is not that's not transpired. And even despite that, they are undefeated. They're a top ten team. Their defense is excellent. You know, Jalen Warden's going to carry the rock like thirty times a game and you still can't stop it. They lean on you, they lean on you, they lean on you, and they expect you to break physically and mentally, and they'll capitalize off that every single time. They have done that every single game this year. I would say the mental fortitude of that team is the most impressive thing outside of the actual football stuff. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez is the best is the best defensive player in the conference this year. I think there's no doubt about that. And so, um, you know, wh- where this ends for Oklahoma State, I don't know. They have more room to grow. There are some offensive execution things they could do better to make that that offense probably around average and potentially above average. But they have had a below average offense all year, and they are an undefeated football team. Which I, I don't know what's more impressive, like the, the fact that they're undefeated with with how bad the offense is, or you know just the fact they're undefeated in general. It's, it's just weird to me to see them you know undefeated considering the fact they haven't played that well yet. Why the big drop off at West Virginia? Quarterback play. I mean, quarterback play. I was at the Virginia Tech West Virginia game, and and um, that's the game they won. And Jared Dagey almost had two crippling turnovers that cost them that game. He had bad turnovers. Um, you know, they, they were driving in the field of Oklahoma with a chance to take the lead late in that game, and they made a mistake of snapping the ball by the quarterback and they had a false start as well. They on offense are just not well put together enough to execute and. Their defense has been good in some games, but you can't ask them to win every football game for you. I think Neil Brown's a really good coach. I'm glad, I'm glad they locked him up. I think that was the right move uh, to get him long-term there. But this year has been difficult, and that's because the quarterback spot really for them is not figured out. The offensive line for them is not figured out. Or really, when you've got one option on offense, and that being Letty Brown, uh, teams are going to figure you out. Josh, what are you working on uh, on the podcast? I uh, had a conversation with Dan Dockich the other day talking some Big 12 hoops. Uh, three teams in the Big 12 are going to be in the top 10 coming into the season, Texas, Kansas, and Baylor. So uh, talking about that over there. had a conversation with Garrett Ross about the Baylor Bears. That will be out uh, on today's show and a whole lot more. Uh, could any Big 12 coaches or Big 12 alumni coaches be taking either the Washington State or the LSU jobs? We'll talk about that uh, as well. All right, uh, it is uh, Locked on Big 12, the podcast. Where can you find it? YouTube uh, is where we're at now. It's the newest place you can find us. Also, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those places. Go check us out on YouTube. You can watch the show. We have graphics. It's a lot of fun. And then also follow us on Twitter at LOBig12. You can follow me at JoshNeighbors underscore as well. Josh, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time. Yep, talk to, you, talk to you guys next week. All right, sounds good. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12, the podcast. It's a, uh, eleven, it, it is interesting, Ward. We're halfway through the football season, but it is basketball season. Make no mistake about it. They, uh, uh, I think uh, yesterday was the uh, Women's Media Day uh, in, in the uh, Big 12, and I think today it's the men's up in Kansas City. So it, it's that time. It is go time, and, and, uh, and Scott Drew and his group getting ready to defend a, a national championship. And uh, they'll start the uh, preseason in the top ten, I think, at number eight. And uh, then we'll uh, – Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. But you know what? Who cares? Because you play to get in. You play to – you win, you move on. 
it's a novel concept in sports uh, that where you compete for a championship on the field and not with sports writers and broadcasters and coaches and stuff voting. Uh, uh, it, it really is. It's a, it's a unique concept to sports, I think. Oh, no, it's the way it's done everywhere else except for in Division I college football. Sorry. Uh, 8-12, 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's check out the weather forecast or weather this morning. Brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're located at 6101 Bosque Boulevard. Check them out today at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a lot more sunshine this afternoon. High temperatures, though, still pretty warm, a high of 85 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 62 and mostly sunny tomorrow, even warmer with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. While one defensive back is on pace for a record-breaking season, another is in trouble for breaking the law. Details after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys' bye week is not off to a good start. Safety DeMonte KZ was arrested Tuesday for driving under the influence, charged, and posted bond. It's disappointing news about a veteran leader of the secondary. On the flip side, the standout star of the secondary is Trayvon Diggs, who has seven interceptions. Defensive backs coach Al Harris says Diggs' background as a receiver is evident. Trey's the first guy that I've worked with that they had as a, a true background at receiver. The ball skills are just off the charts. Trayvon, you know, being a former receiver, you would think that he wouldn't be a tough guy or anything like that, but this guy is tough. He'll tackle. He'll do whatever you're asking him to do. Diggs is halfway to the NFL single-season record for interceptions, which is 14. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Run it left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor Bears.
Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns, Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas on this Wednesday morning. Joined now by Billy Embody, LSU 247, SMU 247. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Outstanding. And uh, a little bit of a shakeup at LSU in the middle of the season. Ed O is out coming up next year. Why the timing in this right now, Billy? I think they wanted to make sure everyone knew the direction of the program, that there was going to be a coaching change. They had to obviously work out an agreement for that $17 million that he's owed. And they started it after the Kentucky game when things really fell apart. They were quite honestly embarrassed that Ogeron said he was embarrassed and he could tell that things weren't trending in the right direction. And that's when the negotiations began for this buyout and agreement. And it makes sense for him to coach out the season. I don't think there's many people on the staff that, really could have, I think, held this team together as, as best they could um, and that, what would have been best for the players. So uh, they agreed to the terms, and uh, he's going to coach out the season. Now it allows everybody to have that weight off the shoulder in a way. There's going to be a new head coach. Coaching search can begin publicly. Um, and, you know, in this pressure cooker that is LSU, you don't have to go through the rumor mill every week. I mean, I was there for the end of the Johnny Jones era in basketball, and everyone knew from about early February – late January even, that he was gone and he, he was out. And it was every week just, oh, a loss, job security. You know, how is it, how is it coaching for, you know, nothing basically for your future? It was just miserable. And so this was the right thing to do for Ed Ogeron, who's done a lot for LSU, but in the same token, it's time to move on. They're 4-3, and three, uh, and I'm not saying they will, but what if they, they make a run here? on the backside of this season uh, and you've already gone out and you you've you've made it clear he's out uh that would make for an interesting off season i would think yeah it would make for an interesting off season i do think it's the right decision um just following the recruiting following the, the talent level on the roster uh the the coordinator hires outside of joe brady um you know he inherited dave aranda but a lot of the coaching decisions he's made from a higher perspective have not worked out. Um, he has, uh, quite honestly, not really lived up to the, the 
big time recruiter that a lot of people you know lauded him for when he came in, uh, especially nationally in Louisiana. They've done a really, really, really good job. I will, I will give him credit for that. But nationally, where you need to go out and get some elite offensive linemen, or um, you need to go find an elite quarterback, uh, they haven't really done that. Uh, and they, and in Louisiana, quarterbacks. It's kind of funny. Walker Howard and Arch Manning are two of the best in these next two classes, but. In Louisiana, you really don't get offensive linemen and quarterbacks very often. So they've just failed in that regard. And, and it's funny that they just rushed through a school record single-game rushing performance against Florida because that offensive line has just looked brutal pretty much the entire season and all of last season. Who's on the short list in your mind? You know, I will preference it by saying that Scott Woodward plays everything very close to the best. Uh, he has led some very big searches – uh, at Washington, at Texas A&M, uh, at LSU, he hired the baseball coach already, and and women's basketball, obviously with Tim Mulkey, and all of those searches were pretty quiet, and not much got out, and a lot of people on the baseball side of things were rumoring, you know, Mike got uh, Mike Bianco and and others, you know, to be the lead candidate, and it ends up being Jay Johnson. I, Scott Woodward's been able to go get a big fish wherever he's been uh, hiring a. A football coach, and that's what I expect him to do. As far as the shortlist, I mean, I think Jimbo Fisher would be on the list. You know, Jimbo Fisher really loves Scott Woodward. Will he leave Texas A&M? That would be quite something. Um, obviously, there's no buyout there, which makes things even more interesting. Um, I, I think your big names like James Franklin. Um, I don't think Luke Fickle is going to go anywhere. Uh, they will look at you know Lincoln Riley. I think they're going to swing for the fences on this and see what happens. But he's done a really good job of landing big name coaches and getting them to leave situations where most people didn't think they would. And uh, that's what I think Scott Woodward has a chance to do here as well. <laughs> I was just about to say his mo is to go get them. Uh, let, let's switch gears. How good is this SMU football team? They're six and zero. Just just evaluate this football team for us. They need to be more consistent. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and you know, every team in the country is going to say that. Um, but defensively, they've, they've not played up to their potential in the first half. And in the second half, they've been – I don't have the advanced stats on this, but I would bet they would be one of the better defensive teams uh, just second half alone. But they've been able to shut TCU down, save for a uh, you know, late touchdown that kind of made the game look a little closer than it was. Uh, Louisiana Tech, they kind of kept it, kept them in it when the offense was stalling. Uh, they shut out USF. They shut out North Texas. They did a lot of things uh, that really allows SMU to, you know, to get to this point. And, and also, I mean, holding Navy to what they did, that was equally impressive. That, that Navy offense didn't get anything going. So I think consistency on the defensive side of the ball, and Tanner Mordecai has to get rid of the ball quicker. He said that to me yesterday. Um, the run game has to come back a little bit. Their star running back, Alyssa Bentley, has been out. So getting that consistency just overall all worked out um, will help. But they're a pretty good football team. When they play at the level they can, they're an elite team. They, they've done a great job of marketing that Dallas area and the billboards and the unis and everything else. Has Dallas embraced them now that they're 6-0 and even more? Yeah, absolutely. That's the big thing that they've been pushing. And I think you're you're going to see it more so in the back part of the season. You know, they kind of get a tough Thursday night 6:30 game uh, against Tulane this week. You know, coming, you know, you got to get out of work early. Um, all those things that 
most people would be able to drive into town for. So I'm interested to see the crowd uh, that comes out for this Thursday game, but they're really pushing hard to get all sorts of groups out and try and make it a fun night, uh, obviously a nationally televised game. But Dallas overall, I think, has really kind of stepped up. I mean, they were the mayor is uh, you know just one of the biggest supporters of this program and you know, always just coming to champion for SMU and honestly probably you know hoping that one day a, P- a Power Five conference or whatever power number we're calling it by then uh, comes calling at one point because I think you know SMU Memphis would be great ads and from there if you add some quality opponents uh, more quality opponents coming into Ford Stadium it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun place to be you know even more because they've the stands this year have been unbelievable even for the season opener against Abilene Christian I mean it was a really quality crowd um, the students are really behind it, it it's the, the hype is, is really being noticed, and um, they've just got to finish. That's been the thing that they haven't done in the last couple of years is they have not won very much in November, and, and that's where uh, you can go win a championship if you can do that. Is there is there any – I'm trying to figure out the, the best way to put this. Is there is there any pushback from, from SMU fans? They're not getting or, – or do they feel like they're not getting – the, the national respect that they should at 6-0 being ranked number 21? I think there's a couple different angles to this, and obviously with the news that the AAC is uh, expanding to six teams, it's been a hot-button button, uh, topic over the last 48 hours or so. They're upset, I think, right now with the AAC expanding with the teams they did. I think there are some teams that bring some things to the table – but if you're an SMU fan and you see Rice and North Texas now get on your level and UTSA get on your level in terms of your conference, that that isn't – you don't want that. You know, I mean, it's the same thing, you know, why a TCU or a Baylor or Texas Tech or now Houston wouldn't want SMU in the Big 12 in all likelihood. And so they're upset with that. I think they do want that national respect. I think the big thing for me, and I was kind of talking about this and tried to evaluate it during the preseason is, you know, why wasn't SMU even receiving votes in the AP or the coaches going into the year? You know, I mean, the, just the talent they have offensively. They had Jim Levitt as defensive coordinator. They have everybody coming back. You know, the only question mark was quarterback and how it would work out with Tanner Mordecai. But, uh, you know, they, they just don't get that respect in the offseason, which is tough, um, even though they, they make, you know, they make waves. You know, they, they've retained coaches that have – been you know offered bigger jobs for the most part they bring in big time transfers you know they've kind of become a transfer use spot in a way um so i i think they're not getting the respect in that sense uh and they're one of the best offenses in the country just the last few years and you know, had shane bouchelle and had this guy and that guy running around and have guys making plays in the league i mean it's just it's kind of weird almost that smu doesn't get the buzz that quite honestly even like a program like you know, Coastal Carolina or, um, you know, Liberty or some of these other schools that have gotten into the top 25 so quickly. And it's almost, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, is, did Liberty get you know, that quick buzz at 6-0 and or whatever they were in that season just because Hugh Freeze was their coach, kind of a bigger name? It just, it's all a weird kind of situation because right now everything's in place for SMU that they should be being talked about with the best teams in the country. And I know that it's starting to be a notice, you know, if they can get to, uh, I think it would be 11 and 0 when they face Cincinnati or excuse me, uh, 10 and 0 when they face Cincinnati. And that's a game that college game day should be on hand for up there. 
um, you know, at Nippert Stadium. I mean, that's going to be a top 12, you know, number two team in the country type matchup. It's uh, things are trending up. They, like I said, they've just got to finish. Billy, I hate to put this out there, but do you think it has anything to do with the Pony Express and the death penalty hangover? I, do, I don't think so. I think it's taken SMU so long to obviously get back to this point. You know, June Jones, they had some success, but it was more like six and six, you know, six and seven, seven and six. I think they had one eight win season when they ended up going to the Conference USA championship game. Um, but it's just taken so long. And I don't even know if it's a hangover as much as, because if you look at it now with the NIL and everything like that, like the jokes write themselves, right? You know, this is the rule that SMU built in a way, maybe, you know, (laughs) Uh, it should be something where, Oh, like it it could generate even more buzz. And it's, it's just kind of forgotten, you know I mean? But Penn state, you know, after everything they've been through can get all that buzz and, Taylor, after everything they've been through, you can get that buzz. And there's just a quiet nature about SMU. And obviously, they're not in a Power 5 conference. That makes a huge difference, I think, in terms of that buzz. But they're playing really good. They've won the most games in the state of Texas over the last three years. I mean, they're cooking. They just, I mean, I hate to repeat myself on it, but they've just got to finish and end up with an 11-1 and type of season. They've really got to be at that level. Um, and if they can knock off Cincinnati, I mean, I don't think people will stop talking about them this offseason. Off hey, Billy, uh, w- what are you working on right now, and where can we find you for uh, both uh, LSU and SMU stuff? Yeah, you can find us at smu.247sports.com and lsu.247sports.com. Obviously, with LSU letting go of Ed Ogeron, a lot of coaching search news that we're trying to dig up, a lot of recruiting, recruiting reactions, what needs to happen next. Uh, for the new staff on the SMU side of things, uh, we are continuing to track recruiting and how they're going to finish out the 2022 class. They're working on some flip candidates. They'll all they'll always be in the mix for some transfer targets. Uh, and of course, they're six and zero, so we'll be following the regular season as closely as uh, anyone out there. Hey, Billy, appreciate your time. Thanks so much, uh, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. That's Billy and Body from uh, SMU two four seven and LSU two four seven. You know, my first thought was, hey. SMU's not a power five. But then you look at this the silly AP poll, Ward, and what what conference is Wake Forest in? Mm-hmm. It's a power five, is yeah. it not? Yeah. They're undefeated, yet an SEC school, Kentucky, with one loss, is ranked ahead of them. Right. It's a personal opinion from the voters, and mm-hmm. that is what's horribly wrong with the greatest game out there. I mean, college football is such a great game, yet we have this conversation every stinking year about who's better than who. Uh, Well, we don't know, you know, because they don't play or they're, you know, all that stuff. Quit, Quit voting. Play. Decide the game on the field. I know you want it. It ain't happening, though, is it? But I'll keep barking for it as long as they'll let me. 831, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Steven Simcox talks TCU football with us next. Great food and hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe in Robinson. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burrito, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. 
The daily lunch special includes free dessert. Or check out the world-famous Rocket Burger with two one-third pound patties and all the fixings. The Friday Night Lights all-you-can-eat catfish special is just what fans enjoy on their way to the home games. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Astros scored seven in the top of the ninth to beat Boston 9-2 to even the American League Championship Series at two games each. Game five in Boston this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Cody Bellinger tied it with a three-run homer, and Mookie Betts won it with an RBI double all in the bottom of the eighth as the Dodgers beat Atlanta 6-5. The Braves still lead the National League Series two games to one with game four tonight at seven. 
The AP Women's Basketball Poll finds Baylor the top Big 12 team at number seven with Iowa State number 12, West Virginia 19, and Texas number 25. Texas A&M is 23rd in the poll. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready for some crazy rock steady? It's on, game on. Hey, we're going straight up, take it to the break of dawn, game on. 835, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We welcome into the program from LockedOnHornFrogs.com, Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good morning. Hey, how about that tune? That's that's good tune, isn't it? Yeah, good morning, guys. I appreciate more bringing me in with the smooth sounds of Gary Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> that's our ward watch, isn't it? See, when I was just looking uh, at, at the TCU's uh, schedule, you know, at 3-3, three and three, <laughs> Is is the pressure on this offense to perform at a high level every time they step on the field because the defense is going to give up 30? Sure seems like it. I mean, I think in some ways the schedule gets a little easier. You get West Virginia at home this week. I know they've struggled to kind of find their footing offensively. Uh, and you still have K-State and Kansas. But on the flip side of that, you also have road trips to Stillwater and Ames to take on Oklahoma State and Iowa State. And a um, really good Baylor team coming in a few weeks as well. So the offense, as weird as it sounds, my TCU team is, is the better unit right now. Um, and I've kind of given up hope. You know, I thought early in the year, Gary's had some defenses in the past that have uh, started slow and sort of found their way as the year went on. And by the end of the season, they were playing really well. And I mean, there's still six weeks, but at the same time, um, you know, between injuries and just some miscommunication on the secondary, it feels like they, they really can't find a way to be consistent. So um, maybe they're able to build some confidence against a, a West Virginia team that struggled to score. But, uh, yeah, Tom, I feel like this offense is really the group that has to lead the way, which is bizarre to say for a, a TCU game. Speaking of leading the way, Quentin Johnson getting a, quite a bit of love on the broadcast on Saturday night and, and well-deserved because he's playing at a high level and being very physical. He's kind of changed his game a little bit, hasn't he? He sure has. I mean, when you saw him up close for you at the Temple, and I got to listen to all those games on the board, uh, I thought he would be a good college football player. But I figured it would take a little while just because in high school there were times where you'd go through stretches in the game and you're like, hey, I haven't heard Quentin's name in a while. Um, but, man, he's made such a big impact at TCU from the moment he stepped on campus. And, yeah, that, that ability to use his body, I think he figured out maybe at some point last year um, I, I'm bigger than everybody, and I can go up and make plays. You know, I know he plays basketball at Temple, too, and he's got that vertical leap. But they haven't had somebody like this in a while. Josh Dotson was kind of in this mold. He's just a dude that he was always technically open if teams were going to play man coverage because he could go up and get the football. And especially around the goal line, you saw Quentin do that on Saturday. So uh, it was really fun to see him get some attention. I know people that follow TCU knew him. People around the Central Texas area knew that name and knew that he was doing some good things in Fort Worth, but uh, national television, ABC, Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler on the call. He was on, you know, NFL Countdown this week. He got a big-time catch over an OUDB. Kind of his coming-out party that he had on Saturday, which is great for him. I'm excited for, for him and all those folks at Temple that, that get to see him do this. But, uh, man, kudos. I, I've been shocked at how good he's been from the jump. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't think 
would be the type of guy that might leave after after three years for the NFL, but that certainly feels like the case right now that he's playing. How well is Max Duggan playing right now? He was he played really well against Oklahoma Tom. You know, he had this, this broken bone in his foot apparently. Um and it was questionable if he was gonna play, but he got out there and I'm wondering this is sort of a weird thing to say, but he's he's been a run first quarterback for most of his career. Like he's just a guy that if things break down he's trying to take off. Um, which he has that ability to escape the pocket and make things happen. And and I don't know if it was maybe the lack of mobility that made him hang in there and make more throws, but that was the best passing game of his career he had on Saturday night. And um, obviously, you know, Oklahoma can score in bunches, and Caleb Williams is, is really, really good. So it, it didn't matter as far as winning the game, but if that's something that they can find and hone in on for the rest of the year, that's a big deal. He's playing at a high level, um, and he's just a tough dude. I mean, you can see the leadership playing through pain like that, playing through an injury, and I feel like the team – you know, rallies around him because of it. And, and that's where I was kind of going. 31 points against an Oklahoma football team. He throws for 346. Uh, those are numbers and those are things that as they move forward through the rest of the uh, the second half of the season, uh, those are those are numbers and things that you can build on offensively uh, as you move forward in the second half of the, of the year. You can, and, and I'd say, like, the score might make you think otherwise, but that wasn't garbage time stats. I mean, a, a lot of those were, okay, we need to score to stay within 14, or we need to score to stay within 10 here, and he was able to get them down the field and get them in the end zone. Uh, yeah, I think his ability to make throws was, was really huge on Saturday night, and if he can do that more consistently, um, then maybe you can pull off an upset or two down the stretch. I I don't think this is a terrible football team, but you know, they're 3-3, three and three, um, and I heard you guys talking to Billy and Buddy you know, segment before that SMU loss is really the one that's kind of inexcusable, but that's also a pretty good football team that Sunny Dykes has. So that might not look as bad as it did in September. You know, when the dust settles in November and December. I, I know you talked about Gary Patterson's defense just not coming together yet, and there's still a possibility of that. But usually, we're talking about this team and talking about the defense protecting the offense. If this offense gets its running game back and gets healthy in the running back position, can it protect this defense enough? It might be able to. I mean, that would certainly help, right? If you can run the ball and control the clock, keep your defense fresh, that's a big deal. Um, I will say one thing that happened Saturday, and, and I don't know if it was just because Oklahoma was having so much success in the passing game that they didn't want to come back to it, but I felt like they did a pretty good job on Kennedy Brooks. He broke off a few runs, but for the most part, I felt like the run defense had their best game of the season. Corey Bethley being back in the middle of that defense helped a lot. Um, you know, the one thing I really miscalculated with this group, they lost a couple safeties in Trayvon Merrick and Darius Washington in the NFL. And I, I, I thought they were deeper at that position than they are. I mean, they've just really struggled in the back end with communication. Way too many guys running free. Um, and, you know, Travis Hodges Tomlinson is another local kid from Midway. He's done a really nice job at that corner spot. But their second corner, they've kind of had a revolving door, and that hasn't worked. So now, you know, the running game, maybe there's an opportunity that that gets better, the defense against the run. I'm not sure the defense against the pass gets better. So running the football in offense would help. I mean, just keeping the ball away from the opposing team and, and limiting possessions is mean, a big deal. Stephen, when you when you look at the overall Big 12 conference, uh, is, there, is there something that jumps off the page and he's like, it, it, back in July or August, hey, I didn't see that coming? 
I mean, I'm still like I don't know how Oklahoma State keeps finding a way to win ball games. <laughs> uh, their defense is great, and you know they had a pit six against Texas that really turned that game on its head. But man, they, they just keep finding a way. Uh, you know, and this is this is atypical for Mike Gundy. Like he's usually a dude that has an offense that's really dynamic and a defense that's kind of secondary, but they're very physical. Um, they run the ball well, so that's been a surprise for me. And I'll say also like watch out for Iowa State. Um, you know, they they lost that game early to Iowa, and they obviously lost at McLean Stadium when Baylor, you know, was, was on a roll there. Uh, but they've been playing better these last few weeks. So that's a big game this week in my mind is Oklahoma State-Iowa State. You know, Oklahoma still, until they get knocked off, I think they're the class of the conference. But um, I'm not sure if there's as big of a gap as there's been in the past. I think Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State are all really good football teams, and we'll see – you know, a couple of those teams battle it out over the next few weeks. Is this West Virginia game an opportunity for TCU to bounce back and really put a statement out there? I think so, Warden. I'd just say, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a must-win game for the Frogs if you want to um, get any of your goals that you set before the season because you you don't want to fall 3-4. and four. This is, a, I feel like, a winnable game at home. A chance, as you said, to build some confidence, kind of a springboard into the rest of the year. So if, if your defense can play well against an offense that struggled to find an identity, then maybe that's something that can carry over. You know, can your offense continue to, to be consistent and, and make plays? Uh, it's a pretty big ball game in Fort Worth on Saturday night. I know not on the national scale, but just for this team and and who you are. You know, you've lost, you've lost two of your last three. Can you find a way to get up off the mat, or is, is this a ship that's, uh, that's slowly sinking? We'll, we'll see what happens with the energy they come out with on Saturday. Stephen, what are you working on for uh, Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast? Yeah, I appreciate it, Tom. I appreciate the plug. Uh, you can find it anywhere you find podcasts and preview of the West Virginia game. Um, we've had a lot of talk this week about the coaching staff. You know, are, are there any changes coming at the end of the year if they can't turn this thing around? Um, that's been a hot topic is, uh, amongst TCU fans lately. So all that can be found on uh, Lockdown Horn Frogs. Hey, we appreciate your time this morning, uh, and we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Horn. So we'll see you later. That is uh, Stephen Simcox with Locked On Horn Frogs, uh, the podcast. So it is uh, eight forty six. We're fourteen away from nine, and we are brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And man, when you uh, when you are in the car market. There's only one place to go, and it's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. They are at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealer, and there's many, many reasons why. I personally believe it's because the incredible service, the service you get during the process of buying that vehicle, and then the service that you get after buying the vehicle you know as you know when you purchase something sometimes uh after they uh after you sign on the dotted line they they, some some people tend to forget about you uh you know not at alan samuels because they're wanting to build that relationship and and they want you in in whenever you're ready to come back there and, and and start the process again they they understand that that you know that that you're building a relationship. It's not just a purchase. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about your vehicle, and, and so they're going to create a service atmosphere that is unbelievable. And you're gonna, every time you go in there, and I know we do when we uh, when we go in to get oil changes or whatever the case may be, you just walk out of there and go, man, I like the way that they operate. 
And, and you know what? That's all you got to say for Alan Samuels. I mean, that's what Tag Teague wants you to say is, man, what a, what a great experience. What, it was smooth. It was easy. They took great care of us. That's what they're striving to hear every time you go to Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, whether it's the purchase of the vehicle or whether it's the service of the vehicle. They want it to be a great experience. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. We're talking about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Temperatures will begin cooling soon, and now is the time to have your heating system checked before the cold weather hits us. Lockridge Priest is here for you. Take advantage of their $59 heat check special and save $99 on any residential HVAC service repair. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit them online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest making life comfortable since 1963. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Astros scored seven in the top of the ninth to beat Boston 9 to 2 to even the American League Championship Series at two games each. Game five in Boston this afternoon at 4 o'clock. 
Cody Bellinger tied it with a three-run homer, and Mookie Betts won it with an RBI double all in the bottom of the eighth as the Dodgers beat Atlanta 6-5. The Braves still lead the National League Series two games to one with game four tonight at seven. The AP Women's Basketball Poll finds Baylor the top Big 12 team at number seven with Iowa State number 12, West Virginia 19, and Texas number 25. Texas A&M is 23rd in the poll. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You show us everything you got. You keep on dancing and the room gets hot. You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. 852, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Let's get to our grab bag this morning. All right, uh, Ward, we'll begin with uh, some grab bag stuff. Uh, and we'll, we'll start with uh, – we, we mentioned it uh, this morning, uh, uh, but the Cowboys safety, DeMonte Kazee, arrested uh, early Tuesday morning, charged with DWI. He was arrested in the Colony, which is a suburb of the Metroplex, at around 3 o'clock in the morning. A Class B misdemeanor posted a $2,500 bond and was released – Later Tuesday afternoon, so uh, just uh, uh, bad news for the Cowboys all the way around. And, and again, it's it's an off the field situation. Uh, how does this affect the on field situation? I mean, I don't know that we know right now, but obviously there's going to be conversation about that and not conversation about football. And that's what I think Mike McCarthy was trying to avoid when he told his team, you know, spend time with your family this week, but be careful. And cause yeah, he, he didn't want a distraction, and that's definitely a distraction. And plus, the other side of the deal, you don't know how the NFL is going to react to that. Is he going to get suspended for a, a, a amount of time and, and not be able to get on the field? I mean, there's all kinds of implications that's going to come out of this. And, you know, how, how do the Cowboys address it? Do they discipline him themselves? So, yeah, it's 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 not good for this football team. Uh, let's see, Casey Martin. I don't know if you remember Casey Martin. He's the Oregon golf coach uh, who successfully sued the PGA Tour back in the early 2000s for the right to use a golf cart because he had a rare circulatory disease. Uh, well, he uh, he had his right leg amputated, mm. and what he told uh, Golf Digest was uh, going to be his uh, his destiny. The magazine, which has been following him around. For the last few weeks, reported on the on the website that he had surgery on Friday and was recovering uh, at the at the Mayo Clinic. But uh, I, I do remember that. I remember, you know, a great player, but he had he just he did not have the ability to walk the golf course. Uh, he had the ability to swing a golf club. Make no mistake about it. Uh, it, but uh, he just uh, so he 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 sued and. And uh, I, I think this thing, if I remember right, ended up in the Supreme Court, and he, he won it and uh, was able to, to use a golf cart. So Martin a, uh, was a teammate of Tiger Woods, by the way, at Stanford on that national championship team, and uh, he did qualify in 2012 for the uh, for the U.S. Open. So he was a tre- tremendous player, but uh, this is 
uh, a sad story. And I mean, if you, if you remember video highlights, uh, when he was walking, he was he was having some issues walking. So it was that simple. And uh, ESPN broadcaster Dick Vitale says that he has been diagnosed with lymphoma uh, just months after he underwent uh, multiple surgeries to remove melanoma and was uh, deemed cancer-free. But uh, he said he is going to fight it vigorously and continue to work. So uh, wish Dick Vitale all the best. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us here this morning. We appreciate you being a part of the program. Thanks to all of our guests for uh, for being on the program. Uh, including Stephen Simcox, Billy Embody, Shehan Jayaraja, and uh, Coach uh, Greg Jacobs for being on the program. We'll do it again tomorrow at 7 a.m. Coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, it is John Morris. At 4 o'clock, it's Matt Mosley. Up next, it's Mike Greenberg and Greeny. That is coming your way next, and it's all right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. See you in the morning at 7 TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play -play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Thank you.